Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand. There's a healing anointing flowing through your body. I see paralysis healed. I see mild stroke healed under anointing. Skin conditions healed. Even stammering. I see somebody who stutters, who stammers, who stammers. I see a stammerer healed. I see lungs, diseases and conditions healed. I see, thank you Jesus, respiratory difficulties. I see total healing, total healing. Somebody's eyes is being healed right now. You've had real challenge with your eyesight. You have a real challenge with your eyesight. As a matter of fact, you have an appointment with the doctor. You're planning to go and see the doctor again. Your eyes, your eyes. You've cried to God, what's happening to me? Is this the end of my eyes? But God is healing you right now. I see deformities in the body being healed by the power of God. I see chest pain, back pain. I see growth on the eyes. Somebody at the back. I see growth on your eyes. There's growth covering your eyes gradually. I see healing right now I see high blood pressure hypertension I see it simmer down I see the Lord bring healing and I see a miracle I see somebody who was carried into the service bedridden 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 I see the healing now somebody's gum your teeth and your gums are being healed right now. There's such a strong anointing. You're feeling heat all over your body suddenly. God is healing your fever. Thank you, Jesus. You have a, a particular syndrome. You have a particular condition. The Lord is healing you. Somebody has a, a defect, a deformity in his hearing, a hearing defect. It's your right ear. The Lord is healing it. There are actually two people being healed in the ear right now you all have problems with hearing god is healing you i see scholarships i see scholarship two scholarships two scholarships to the united kingdom two scholarships thank you father god is healing somebody's neck and i see oh jesus another impediment in speech you have difficulty talking it's a kind of stammering but it's a form but you just have difficulty and god is healing you right now there's a prophetic oil i see something like that alabaster box that was broken but this time i see it being broken over your head and i see a young man here receiving an unusual prophetic anointing i just saw that it broke the oil over your head suddenly and then you're beginning to see visions your ears are open all of a sudden and you're seeing the lord i see the lord standing in the midst of the congregation of the lord i saw another case it's like a surgical case i saw that you were opened you're opened i saw two surgeries two major surgeries running from 
one end to the other and the other this way I see two major surgeries I saw one this way from one end to the other and I saw a second one and I see I see the Lord just touch it this is, this is, I saw a vision and I see some people suspended two people suspended in the air here and um, one with a prophetic gift but the other is the one I want to talk about the other with a teaching gift and the Holy Spirit I saw I saw light I saw light as in a studio or as in a, a theater and I see so much light and that is your teaching gift God is opening your 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 mind your mind I see a swelling in the head it's scary I see a swelling in the head between your between your nose and then your forehead a swelling and the doctors are suspecting a cancer and it's scary but the Lord is healing you right now you are receiving a miracle believe it because you're receiving a miracle and then and then some heart conditions some heart conditions thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus a full chorus yes just keep playing it for me I see healing healing somebody's fingers your fingers dries up it's like the skin is drying up with pains in the bones whatever condition you are I rebuke it I rebuke you in the name of Jesus I see young people being called into ministry and I see glory falling upon us I see another growth in somebody's tummy I see another growth receive your miracle receive your healings receive your healings thank you Jesus can you sing it one more time we say you reign let's go as God Father who can take your place deserve the highest reign you Say you reign, we say you reign as God alone, as God. Say, Father, Father, who take your place, deserve the Say you reign, we say you reign as God alone, as God. We gave our crowns, we gave our crowns. We say you reign, we say you reign as God alone, as God. Deserves the highest praise. 
Father, thank you for today. We see your grace all around us. We see your love all around us. Lift up your hands and thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Tell him you love him. Amen. 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 When I was growing up, I had a, a glimpse of the supernatural or divine love called agape. I had a little, a little taste of it. I grew up in a home where my father told me I was the best and he loved me more than even your mother would love you my father was like a mother and in addition to that I had my mother's love my mother loved me as her own soul and even more than herself they told me I was the best. My father was a mechanic, but he was more than a professor. I didn't have competitors when I was in school. I was just ahead of everybody. Because they told me I was the best. 
And it so affected me everywhere I went. I knew I would turn out well because I grew in an environment of affirmation. And so I was not deficient in love. I had plenty of it to share. In fact, the problem I had was growing up was I didn't know when to really say this is not the time of love. Up to now, Every time I wake up, when I look into the mirror, I see myself, I start smiling. I like myself. Every day. Every time. That is not a negative or vanity. But it's an appreciation of what God has done. Then we got born again properly. And we started learning the Bible. And we grew up in a classical Pentecostal. And you know, the classical Pentecostal is a little bit conservative. Where they stop is speaking in tongues. But the charismatics there believe God for anything once he's in the Bible. That's our heritage as charismatics. Once the thing is in the Bible, we say it is possible. And we never place any limit on what the Spirit of God could do. But I grew up in a classical Pentecostal church and I want to thank God for the strength we studied the word of the Lord. We told us the word of God. But we had a caveat placed on the gospel that never explored the riches of his grace. We all knew grace. But not how much. We knew we were forgiven. We didn't know the extent to which we were forgiven. We knew we were loved, but we didn't know the extent. Because the law was still hanging there. Hey, lest these people walk in licentiousness, lest these people abuse, take the grace of God in vain. We didn't know that the remedy, the cure for the law was grace. And we also didn't know that the original intent in the original plan not the interventions the original plan was the revelation of the riches of God's love called grace we didn't know that grace was the main thing but now You are going to have a baptism of grace. The height, the length, 
the breath, the death of the love of God. That's the journey you're on. That's the journey you're in. According to my Bible, when you go deep in God, all you find is love. All the heights you ever explore in the Lord would be about His grace. What a conference, triumphant grace. The triumphing of grace. That grace might reign as sin had reigned unto death. Grace should be allowed to reign. Death reigned illegitimately. Even people who did not sin after the similitude of Adam's transgression, death killed them. He killed everybody, including Jesus Christ, who never sinned. And the Bible says that if one man sinned and legitimately everybody died, now this is the logic. He's saying that if you think it makes sense that one person should sin, and everybody should die because of one man's transgression. I say, how much more those who have received abundance of grace, abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life. If death reign illegitimately, one offense. If a Bible says, not as the offense, so was the free gift. God's restoration program was not like the first program. With the offense, one person sinned and everybody was made a transgressor. But with the grace, one person obeyed and every person is justified. And this is what he has to say. He said, if when you were enemies, you were reconciled by the death, you were reconciled by the death of a son, how much more now that you are reconciled you shall be saved by his life let me explain that to you he's saying that if his death saved you what will his life do to you now hold it that's what the bible says it says now if the death of christ saved you now if his death gave you life what should his life do to you he said when you were god's enemy when you were God's enemy, he killed his son. Now that you are his friend, what would he do for you? When you were God's enemy, he killed his son for you. Now that you are God's friend or God's son, what is it that God won't do for you? That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 2.5 Look at verse 7. That in the ages to come, he might show, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus. Now, remember that everything you see was in God. The diamonds you see didn't come out of nothing. They were all in God originally. The heavens were in God. So the eternities were also in God. As a matter of fact, existence the ability to be they were all in God so there was nothing so the eternities came out of God but what God is doing now is to reveal the riches of his glory 
And it's going to take eternity to finish revealing God's riches. Out of all the many things God has in Him, which are His attributes, grace is the ministration of the of the divine attributes. Out of all the things in God, all the great things and the virtues and the good things about God, the essential and the core or the essence of who God really is is love. So in the ages to come, God is going to show us the exceeding riches of his grace. How rich his grace is. When you read Ephesians 1, the Bible gives a summary of what it is like or what it's going to be like. He said that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly place in Christ Jesus. That's a summative statement. That's a summary. The word all there is the word every. So every spiritual blessing and you still can't grasp that. And I'll tell you what it is. Every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing. Anything called blessing. I'm not talking about the ones you've seen. I'm talking about the rest in God. Every blessing is what we've been blessed with. Because the grace of God has got to do with the riches of God. So you've been blessed with every blessing. And your life will be the unfolding or the realization or the revelation. You are going to live this glory of God called the grace of God. You are going to live it. Angels, you'll be a wonder to angels. Principalities and powers will be looking on as you live out this thing called grace. You are going to bring out that glory of God. And it's a package of not just God overlooking your weaknesses but it's a package where though you don't qualify you qualify the thing about God's grace is that when you don't qualify that's when you have qualified it's actually one big contradiction hallelujah it is heaven looking on to see People who are dead in trespasses and sins. And I try to explain a little bit. See, when you read Ephesians 1, he gives us the purpose statement of God. God's purpose statement. Why God is doing what he's doing, what God is about, what creation is all about, what will be at the end of all things. It is God choosing to reveal himself into a man and show forth the exceeding riches of his grace in fact the bible says that to the praise and the glory of his grace because we talk about the riches of grace it means that grace itself is rich and we are going to become the praise of the glory of his grace will become the specimen will become 
We will become the very grace of God. So this is what he did. The Bible says, after introducing God's eternal purpose and this grace and this love in chapter 1, then he began to explain the extent to which God showed us this grace in chapter 2. That's why I said, you had he quickened who were dead in trespass and sins. Now, what do you do with a dead person? No matter how much you love a person, it can be your mother, it can be your sister, it can be your brother, no matter how much you love a person, when the person is dead, he's dead. And so no matter how much you love a person, when he's dead, you have to throw the body away because after a while, the body will begin to. That's what happened. That's what happened. When we died, that's why society is so rotten. When we died, we were dead in trespass and sins. And so there was no chance for us. As a matter of fact, the devil was shocked at what God did with us. He never saw it coming. Because when the devil sinned, he died eternally. The devil, when he sinned, he died eternally. He cannot be called back. It was an irreversible process. So when we sinned and we were dead, he knew we were finished. Because he knows that in the realm of the spirit, you don't do anything with the dead. Just like even the physical. You don't do anything with the dead. No matter how much you love it. So he knew we're finished. Now, then Jesus Christ became man. Look at this. This is Ephesians 2. Jesus Christ became man. Jesus, which is God, became man. And then this man, in his obedience to God, This God who became man, who decided to take on humanity. And I tell people that if you don't, if you don't get how it looks like, think about you becoming a goat. And like they change you into a goat. That is how it was. When God became, became like us. Okay? But Jesus decided to do that. And then obeyed God, did everything God asked him to do, fulfilled the law. And then died and God decided to exalt him and promote him. So the resurrection of Christ was also a promotion from God for Jesus. But at a time that God was going to raise Jesus up, God was going to promote his son and take him from the lowest soul to the highest position ever, the throne, heaven was watching on, and then he said, wait a minute, and God stopped, went looking for all of us who were dead, rotten, smelling, and you know what he did? The Bible says he quickened us together with Christ. Now this is important. He gave us the same resurrection, he gave us the same promotion, and gave us the same elevation, and placed us on the same seat. So in chapter 2, you begin to have a glimpse of the extent to which the grace was lavished. Are you here? But a climax is in chapter 3. And I'm giving you some hint of it, of Ephesians. You see. Now in chapter 3 of Ephesians, so 
The purpose of God is in Ephesians chapter 1 And the climax of God's purpose is in Ephesians chapter 3 Okay? So get it So God's purpose, God's eternal purpose is in Ephesians 1 And the climax of God's purpose is in Ephesians 3 Now in Ephesians 3 Paul began to talk about the mystery, the secret That was hidden in God You see, we all know that when God started creation, He started with the least and ended with the greatest, right? So you saw man came because that was the climax of God's creation. But there was something else that was hidden in God. It was a mystery hidden in all ages even the prophets of the old testament who walk with god even great people like enoch who walk with god to the point that they were totally lost in god and transition into glory without seeing death elijah and all these mighty people daniel this secret was hidden from them because God was keeping the best for the last. But you see, because only eternity can unfold and reveal the riches of God's glory, time is the container of purpose. So God was allowing the climax of time for the climax of purpose so when the right time came God revealed that secret it's called mystery it was actually the man that God originally had in mind hidden in God united with God one with God had the life of God being rolled out now in the earth to be the man that God always had in mind and his kind so this mystery that was hidden from all men in all ages is now being revealed to us by God's spirit to his holy prophets and apostles then he says Unto me who am less than the least of all the saints is this grace given That I should preach the unsearchable riches of Christ When I took the microphone this evening I had the same contradictory feeling First I feel that I deserve to talk about God's mercy because I am the one he loves the most the Bible said that he that is forgiven much loves much. Some of us, it's not that we were really spiritual. Though. No, we just knew where we came from. Even Alexander doesn't know where I came from. No, no, he has no and nobody really knows. I'm telling you. Only God knows. Only God knows. Where I'm coming from. 
it's because we have been forgiven much so I felt like I qualified to talk about the grace of God but on the other hand I felt so unqualified because of the riches of his grace Paul said the same unto me whom I'm less than the least of all the saints this grace given that I should preach the unsearchable riches of Christ now who are you to even declare it because it comes by revelation I'm telling you this so that when you read you will know of my revelation that's what he was boasting of my revelation into the mystery of Christ unto me who am less than the least of the saints is this grace given that I should preach the unsearchable riches in Christ so the grace of God is the unsearchable riches of Christ the incalculable endless boundless fathomless an ending immeasurable riches to make all men see so this is it this is it to make all men see oh I love you Jesus so now God has made us trustees of the mysteries of God and God said make every man to see what is the fellowship of mystery now he's saying that God has given me grace to make everybody see the fellowship of mystery what's that how men can fellowship with mystery what's the meaning of that how men can commune with mystery what's the meaning of that how men can share in that which is not even allowed to be seen how men can essentially share in the divine life how people can be so united with God that you can't even tell the difference between God and man how men should essentially share John said that that which was from the beginning give me first John 1 which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes we've looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested that which was from the beginning which we have heard and I've seen with our eyes and looked upon our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness unto you and show unto you that eternal life which was with the father now look at me there was an eternal life with the father there was an eternal life with the father God had a life with him and that is the life that has been manifested he's talking about Jesus Jesus is the life of God that's the life God lived then he says look at the next verse that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you so that you can have fellowship with us because our fellowship is with the father and with the son what he's saying is that what we share in that is what we are inviting to come and share in and what we are sharing in is actually the very life that god shared with jesus that is what we share in that is the fellowship of mystery it is communing with god sharing the very thing god has sharing the very life god has the very breath of god the very wisdom of god the very knowledge of god the very strength of god 
it has been lavished abounded overflowing and it's no longer about your sins are forgiven that is important because some of us have not even transitioned it's about becoming like him just as he is in every way sharing in what he has all the abilities of god honey do you know that the gifts of the spirit are also the grace of god they are graceless carries carries his grace charismata are the gifts of the spirit because they are gifts of grace what it does is that it allows you to share in divine knowledge word of knowledge you have the knowledge of god word of wisdom you have the wisdom of god prophecy you say exactly what god will say if you were here prophecy is the ability to speak under the inspiration of the holy spirit you say the exact words god is saying supernatural abilities god just gives you grace and then you inherit his nature which is righteousness you have the right to his spirit the bible says that when god gave us his righteousness he said once i gave you my nature i might as well give you my life so the bible says if christ be in us though the body is dead because of sin the spirit is our life because of righteousness he says when god gave you his nature which is righteousness he said why not have my life so the spirit is your life because of righteousness he says you are right standing with me you're just like me so have my life have my spirit as your life because see the life of god is jesus the life of jesus is the spirit the life of god and jesus is the holy spirit and that's the same thing you have hallelujah how can these things be <laughs> well you're not the first person to ask this question the answer is the holy ghost how did jesus do the things he did by the holy ghost how did god do the things he does by the holy ghost jesus is the word of god but the holy spirit is the move and the work of god so grace brings us to the realm of god grace brings us to the realm of god not just by considerations but in essence it actually happened it actually happened just as god became man man became god it all happened by the spirit the incarnation happened by the spirit and the glorification also happened by the spirit he was offered through the eternal spirit the same thing thank you jesus when i came into the service i saw a vision when i came into the service and i opened my eyes the first thing i saw if i didn't see human beings here I saw a hangar with aeroplanes, private jets, different colors, white, red, 
private jets all over the place. You know what it means? God is about to fly with you. But the second thing is this. God is making you a millionaire. You go, honey. You see the way people pay for diamond? A man shall be more beautiful than gold and mortal man than the golden wedge of offer. Very soon, what is going to be coming out of you, the world will pay all the millions for it. Because there's something greater than the diamond. There's something that is far above, the price is far above rubies. And those things will start manifesting in you. There are riches in God greater than gold. In fact, the Bible says, even the virtuous wife, the price is far above rubies. And there's something in you that is about to come forth. The world will pay all the millions for it. And ladies and gentlemen, I see millionaires saw here. <laughs> I see billionaires here. Amen. Before Moses encountered God, he was a fugitive. They were chasing him to kill him. After he had a burning bush encounter, the Holy Ghost encounter, the Bible says that he was in Egypt giving the shots. God said, I've made you a God unto Pharaoh, and Aaron shall be your prophet. God is about to exalt you to the point where you are going to see what God's grace can do in a man's life. Honestly speaking, tonight, I didn't want to even preach the word. I wanted to just prophesy because some of the things, they come best when you prophesy them. Because I want to show you where God is placing you. Where God is taking you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up this hand. So grace is a divine enabling. Grace brings out the best in God. And surely will bring out the best in you. you to thank God for your life. You are the specimen of his grace. For his great love wherewith he loved us. 
for his great love wherewith he loved us. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Ephesians 3.20 I want us to look at this Now unto him that is able to do Exceeding abundantly above Of course That should be the attribute of God so the real secret here is not God's ability. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask. So you are praying and asking God. You see, God's grace goes beyond everything you're asking. Beyond everything you can imagine. Some of us, because of the way we grew up, we still have the limits of our environment and how we picture God. But he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you ask and what you're thinking. What you're even thinking that God's grace can do, he will exceed it. But now he says, According to his power that is at work in us. That's where the real miracle is. That's where the real miracle is. You know, what could be bigger than God created the heavens and the earth? Well, I'm about to announce to you. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So you alone, you are bigger than the first creation. So many times over. In fact, they can't even put you at par. Even the raw man, dead, fallen man, cry his soul. Bible says if he gets the whole world and lose his soul, it doesn't profit him. That's even the unregenerated man. But you, you are the repository of God himself. God's treasure is in you, actually. God's treasure, he put it in you. All of God's glory has put them in you. And the Bible is saying that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above everything we ask or think according to this power that is in us. This is how God is going to do it. God is going to do it in accordance with the power in us. In other words, God is going to do something beyond our imagination by us. There's a power at work in you. But you need to recognize it. You need to discern it. Oh. They said some people ate the Lord's Supper and were still sick and died and weak because they did not descend the lost body. Descend the lost body. And anytime you look at your body, that's the lost body. 
Because in communion we share the lost body. You share in the lost body. When you see another believer, love him like the way you love Jesus Christ. Because that is the lost body. Bible says we all being one bread are all one body. First Corinthians ten seventeen. Descend the lost body. But also descend the lost spirit that is at work in the body. Descend that the same power in God is the same power working in you. That's why he says, I've said, ye are gods. All of you sons of the most high. But they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on like men and they fall like princes. He said, descend that you are gods. All of you sons of the most high. I have said, ye are gods. All of you sons of the most high. Paul was praying that God should give us a glimpse of the exceeding greatness of God's power that was unleashed in us. God is not playing games with us. When God begins to open your eyes to see who you are. Thank you, Jesus. That is when you can engage all that is available. All that is available. Hallelujah. A theme scripture says that that grace might reign. From today, grace will reign in your life. From tonight, grace reigns in this ministry. From today, grace will reign in your marriage. From today, grace will reign in your business. Anything that has been ruling is dethroned tonight. Your life will be a life of grace. Grace will triumph over judgment, over weakness, over sickness, over sin, over defect. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to be on your feet. One of the things God is going to do in your life is going to commit to you through riches. He already has. Lift up your hands. Tonight, I see death pass over. Others will die in your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see death pass over. I see your age. Become clearer than the noon's day. I see God renew your strength. 
The same grace that brings out the best out of God is bringing the best out of you. What they say you can never do, you cannot do. Including the things you thought you could never do. From today, you will do them. You will exceed targets, your own targets. You will go several times beyond your ability. A little bit of the omnipotence of God is going to be pushed into you. The creative grace, the power of Elohim is going to cause you to create things. Things the world has never seen. Ideas and concepts that boggles the mind. And I see you walking in the love of God. see you walk in the love of God. There's a miracle anointing in the service right now. I see water all over here. And I see the stirrings of the waters. And I see the miracle anointing mixed with the prophetic anointing. I see water all over the room climbing up it's reached our knee level and I see it still rising I see water in this place and I see divine seeds I see God put a little bit of himself more into you I see seeds, divine seeds I see seeds, divine seeds being planted into you. I see more of Jesus in you. I see dominion, abnormal faith. I see men greater than our father Abraham. Big. And I see the Holy Ghost take over your tongues. I see three people receiving prophetic language. Prophetic language. Prophetic language. You speak like God. Bring them forward for me. I see your garment change. I see a complete garment, new garment. I see your garment change. I see your garment change. And I see glory falling. I see glory falling. 
grace is the administration of glory. When God dispenses glory, that's what is called grace. I see the tree of life here. That man will live and not die. I see the tree of life here. Thank you, Jesus. I see God anointing people's eyes. I see God anointing people's eyes. Thank you, Jesus. The language of God. The language of God. The language of God. Speak it. Speak it. Church, speak it. Speak mysteries. Speak mystery. I see the Lord coming into this service. I see the Lord coming into this service. I see the Lord coming into this service. Jesus. I see growth leaving your body. In a moment, the power of God is going to hit this service. And people are going to live here with all kinds of gifts. The gift of word of knowledge, the gift of knowledge actually. And the gift of wisdom. The revelatory gifts. I see the captain himself, the captain of the host himself here. You can be 
Like the Lord. That back pain is gone. With might and strength, the King of Kings, with endless love, thank you, Jesus, and glowing grace. Wave that hand to the Lord. Yes, the Lord above all things, He's God alone.
We say you reign. 
Just close your eyes for just a moment. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Grace. Jesus. And His finished work is grace. But the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of grace. He only came after Jesus was glorified. He came as the finished work of Christ. He came as the glorified Christ. Tonight, You are here and you feel the Holy Spirit is doing something new in your life. Maybe for the past two nights you've been feeling like there's a new anointing coming on your life. Or you've had hints that God is telling you something about the Holy Spirit. Or you can feel that the Holy Spirit is intimating something to you. Or God is telling you something about the Holy Spirit. If you're in the service like that, you feel God is telling you something about the Holy Spirit. I want you to move to the front. You feel that God is anointing you. God is taking you to another level of the anointing or you feel that God is telling you something about the Spirit.
Lift your hands. There's a mantle. And anybody who feels this, including pastors, anybody who's been who feels this. Thank you, Jesus. Place your hand on your belly. I see a cloud coming into the assembly. And I see things I cannot describe. But I see God making the old new. And I see the Lord do new things. Father, let new mantles, new anointings, new unctions, Come into the assembly. I see fire on you. I see fire, flame of fire on you. I see the cloud cover you. I see the cloud cover you. I see strong gift of word of knowledge. Begin to break in your life. I see the prophetic gift and the teaching. Tonight, it begins. It is flowing out of your belly. seven friends I see seven friends the power will fall on you and on all the seven friends I see one in Germany one in England one in France, one in Italy, one in Sweden. I saw you receiving something on your plate from heaven. Oh, Jesus. Darkness is giving way to the best that God has for you. Your bones are being healed. I see the life of God taking away every rottenness. You live and not die. You live and not die. I see mortality swallowed up by life. Cancer swallowed up by life. 
You're going to write books. The anointing is heavy on you. You are an intercessor and a church planter. Many churches receive the gift of tongues and the interpretation. May your riches be as the sun by the seashore. Like men who had encounters. Congregation can see them. Like the Phoenix, like the Charles Phoenix, the Spurgeons, the John G. Lakes. My brother, great is the anointing on your life. I see the pastoral mantle. I see the pastoral mantle on you. Use him, Lord. God is in covenant with you. For so the Lord, I'm in covenant with you. I have a covenant with you. I have a covenant with you. I made a covenant with your parents before you were born. God who sent us a missionary to China and to some two other Eastern countries as a missionary three countries I see China thank you Jesus I see Tibet And I see Turkey. Let me have the oil. Sir, all your troubles are over. The Lord said, I'm doing a new thing. I saw all the plates, all the bowls changed. Now you receive contracts and they'll pay you. You will do work and they'll pay you. I see millions in arrears being paid here. The Lord is beginning a new thing with you. 